welcome back to Relationships at Work, the leadership mindset guide to creating a workplace we love. I'm your host, Russell Lolliker, a communications and leadership nerd with a couple of decades of experience and a whole heap of curiosity on how we can make the workplace a better place. If you're a leader trying to understand and improve your impact on workplace culture and the employee experience, well, you've found yourself in the right place. Every week on the show, I talk with local or global leaders on topics that are here to help us improve where we work. We've tackled everything from negativity, burnout, activism, mental health, imposter syndrome, diversity, communication, so many topics, uh, and from so many different angles as well. And now as an added bonus, I'm going to be sharing an additional episode pulled from the pages of our weekly Raw Note series. It's a newsletter you can still subscribe to. But this, this right here, it's a quick and valuable bit of information under 10 minutes that's on top of our regular show. So for our raw note that I'm passing on to you today, it's actually the first, I've never done this before on the mini episode podcast. I'm going to do a series and this is the first of them. This is a series on leadership ecosystems or rather the conditions that lead to bad leaders. Here's the thing that seems to stand out to a lot of people when I say it. Me, I'm not worried about bad leadership. I'm actually not. What I'm really worried about, though, is leadership ecosystems, cultures that allow and encourage and perpetuate bad leadership by doing nothing, intentionally or unintentionally, doing nothing. It's seeing bad behavior and just allowing it. And then those that conduct that bad leadership think that that's right. That's the right way to behave because they're succeeding, being called a leader, and no one is correcting them. So for the next series of mini-sodes, mini-episodes, yeah, that'll work, I'll be talking about the seven deadly sins of a leadership ecosystem that creates and nurtures such a toxic environment. I know it's rarely done intentionally by anybody in an organization, but ignorance of our actions and inactions doesn't make it any less effective in creating those toxic workplaces. So I'll be sharing some sins and also some steps that we can take to prevent all of this from happening. This is The Seven Deadly Sins of a Leadership Ecosystem, Episode 1, Too Much of Too Busy. We're busy. Too busy. Too busy to pay attention. Too busy to be curious. Too busy to build relationships beyond those we with people that we see every day and are in the 17 meetings with us that we have. We're too busy for context. We're too busy for trends that we should be noticing. Stress, burnout, these seem to be the only things, the results of being too busy, not great leadership. So in this relentless whirlwind of modern leadership, the word busy has become less of an occasional descriptor and more of a constant state of being. Leaders find themselves ensnared in the ceaseless cycle of meetings, emails, and decisions, and repeat. I love this metaphor. We're jugglers with one too many balls in the air, always in motion, yet never actually moving forward. Our calendars depict our pace. Our focus seems to be narrowed to the tunnel vision of the next appointment, the next task, the next urgent email. It's this, like I said, ceaseless, relentless cycle. The casualties are numerous. Uh, the spark of curiosity seems to be snuffed out because you don't have time. The warmth of relationships go cold because you don't have the time. And actual context, really understanding issues and items and concerns, nope, that is lost to superficial skimming 
of surface-level engagements. The intent of leadership demands us to be present. It demands us to have attention and connection with our teams. But with these relentless demands on our time, we often substitute presence with process, inadvertently conveying a message that tasks are actually more important than people. The repercussions of this misplaced focus are huge. They're profound. A leader who is too busy to listen is one that actually stokes the flames of stress and burnout because that's what their team sees from their own leader. In such an environment, the opportunity for employees to grow, for innovation to spark, and for collaboration to flourish, it's stifled. Leaders who are too immersed in their own responsibilities just create this vacuum that they're supposed to be filling where mentorship and development should actually be. And that just leads to a culture where leadership potential withers on a vine. That's where great, even good leadership can live, but it doesn't happen. The opportunity for great leaders to grow just doesn't become possible because we're too busy to help. And the potential for bad leadership to go ignored and unpunished, it increases. We just don't have time for any of this. So recognizing the problem is only the first step. What is needed is a cultural shift, a move away from glorifying this busyness. Even if we're not saying it out loud of, I'm busy, did I mention I'm busy? I'm busy. Even just being busy and allowing it to be busy and not pushing back and erecting boundaries is saying that this is the way it should be. It's glorifying it. And we need to move those cultures towards valuing the impact of thoughtful leadership. Now, to get there, organizations must be intentional. That's the key word here. Intentional in reshaping their expectations and their structures on how we work. So first, organizations, they need to prioritize problem solving. Now, this doesn't mean squeezing in five minutes between back-to-back -back meetings or, you know, looking at how, if I can shift my bio break to here, I can have five seconds with them here. N no, it means carving out dedicated time for leaders, us, to step back, reflect, and address some of these complex issues that require our expertise, our vision, our understanding of what leadership should be and should look like. It's about making space to notice what's going on around us and hear from voices that we don't often make the time to hear from. So when we create space for leaders ourselves, us, I have to keep reminding it, it's us, to lead, organizations can then begin to shift the culture from reactive to proactive, from busy to impactful. Second, fostering open communication, oh, is that crucial. Leaders must be approachable. We have to be. We need to look like and be willing to listen and able to provide a platform where employees feel comfortable sharing the ideas and concerns. And if we're busy all the time, we just look like we don't have time for our employees because we don't, we don't, especially around bad leadership. We have to listen to our employees because they're the ones that are being impacted by this bad leadership, not us, not us. Now, I should stress, this doesn't mean just hearing, but actively listening and then responding to the needs and suggestions of our teams, addressing the bad behavior that they are telling us about. And thirdly, delegate. Oh, that's a good word. Delegate, 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 and empower others. It, it's so key. Effective leaders recognize they cannot and should not do everything themselves. 
Now, when we're too busy, we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing anyway. But once we move more to this open communication and intentionality with time, we can also start delegating and empowering our employees. So they can be capable individuals. They can be capable teams with meaningful responsibilities. They can become basically this new generation of leaders that are growing, that model great behavior. But that only comes with intention. So in a world that seems to be moving at the most breakneck of speed, it's easy to conflate activity with productivity, busyness with importance. But true leadership is measured not by how full one's calendar is, but by the growth and success of our teams, by the health of the culture that we're here to create. And bad leadership is a poison that we have to stop ignoring. Because when we do have time, we seem to be addressing symptoms, not diseases. So here's our path. Embrace intentionality. Reject that badge of busyness. Cultivate a culture where bad leaders can't get away due to our absenteeism. After all, you know, true leadership is not about being busy. It's about being there for our teams, for our organization, and for ourselves. That'll do it. That'll wrap up a raw note episode of Relationships at Work, the leadership guide to creating a workplace we love. I'm Russell Lolliker. Thank you so much again for joining our mini episodes. These drop every Thursday. If you like these episodes, if you enjoy the time, if you are feeling a mindset shift when you listen to the show, please take time on Apple or Spotify to give us a rating and review. Hopefully a five-star-er. That would be great. Er? Star-er? Yeah, it's a word. Uh, you knew what I meant. That means it's uh, great communication, bad grammar. Eh, we can agree. Anyway, you have a great day and uh, take care of yourself and I'll talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm.